Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Magician Nelson Lugo. Hi, I'm nerdcore rapper Shafer the Dark Lord. We're best friends who hate each other's guts. And we co-host the Epic Podcast. A monthly show in which we discuss comic books, video games, television, movies, our debilitating emotional problems, and Batman. So much Batman. That's the Epic Podcast on the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Be safe, Internet. Bye. Seriously, so much Batman. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. All right, so we're back. From outer space? Where we last left you guys... You had walked into a room, another one of the domes. You had set a sphere into a nook, and lights came on. And then you went into a room where there was a giant creature of some kind made of hard armored plates and covered in some kind of sentient plant wrestling with something that it found in the hole in the wall. And that thing that it's wrestling with sent psychic screams through all of you. And when it saw you, bulkhead slammed into place behind you, locking you in with it. Oh, I forgot we were locked in, yeah. Yeah, no, I remembered we were locked in, and I was sad. Could be a good thing. And also, because it means that we were seen. Yeah, yeah, it might try to run from us. <laughs> you think that you're locked in here with me. <laughs> so this thing is, is huge. It's about the size of the first half of the giant mole. It takes up 11 spaces on the board. So the mole was bigger? Yes, the mole was bigger. Now, this thing has six legs, two arms... The closest thing it has to a head was just a disc-shaped thing with lights around the rim that popped up out of its top. And other than that, it doesn't seem to really have, like, a head or a center. Its arms are located on either side of its body, and overgrown the top of it is a kind of greenery that has tendrils coming out that lash around. They seem to have sensed you as well. And the moment the barricade slammed, you get the feeling that this thing spotted you, and a port on its chest began to glow and the greenery started to smoke. Shit's an ivysaur, dude. It's got solar beam. (laughs) Well, that means we've got one turn. (laughs) (laughs) You thought you had a friend. Holy shit. That was good. Plus one momentum to me. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Don't level up, God. You already gave me two chaos points, and I used them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We are reaping the benefits. Oh, yeah. We only encountered one of those two chaos points. Yeah, I know. I was really hoping this was the other... (laughs) No, this no, feels... no, this is actually the boss monster. Yeah, this is what we're going to meet. This feels like plot. <laughs> this is not one of the chaos points. So it has six legs, two arms. Yes. Is it... Does Se- it... Is it centauri? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get no, a mental it, picture it, of it. Imagine its body is not a actual cylinder, but imagine it slightly cylindrical. All right. And there are six legs that are... Uh, like a caterpillar. Kind of like a caterpillar, but there's two arms on either side of it that, that stick out. And one of them is embedded in the wall... 
and it's holding on to something in its grip that looks like leathery flesh, and it, it's thrashing around. Everything about this huh. is weird and gross and fucked up. We should help it. Let's hey, kill that thing. Uh, guys, I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> and I haven't even forgotten anything like this. <laughs> Have you seen anything that we've seen today before? No, this is all pretty pretty new. Yeah, he, I, he I never think we're even, good. He'd never yeah. even met Bolivo. Weren't you swallowed by like a giant mole? Yeah, I I mean... I've seen a lot more of it than you have. And we, and we slaughtered some, like, possessed children. I think, is this, like, this is, like, the third weirdest thing we've seen today. How do we know that's the bad guy and the little leathery thing is the good guy? I'm just saying. Maybe we're the Wait, bad time, guy. Time don't out. Time out judgment. here. Time out here. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. We don't know. We don't know. We just walked in. What, if what do you mean you don't know? I thought you were the expert. On, uh... Guff architecture. So maybe if we just start stabbing the yeah, leathery yeah. thing, the yeah. thing's going to be like, That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh cool. You with me? Yeah. Thanks for helping. Here's a bunch of ackies. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we always rush in. We, um, we got a good place to store them in already. Yeah. Then, right? <laughs> just That'll be right useful. Here. You can mark this cavern so we don't lose it. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb with things glowing red and smoking. Both bad signs. Oh, the red, yeah. Yeah, we're Wait. about to get shot with a fucking laser. Miss Galeen. You, you, you glow red and smoke like... Every day. <laughs> when I kill things. Yeah, that thing too. <laughs> My sentiments exactly. Your brothers, basically, is all I'm saying. Miss Galeen, do you know what that is that's growing on that? Oh, yeah, do I? Give me a roll. Okay, 18. Okay, no, you don't. Even if I got an 18? Yes. Plus zero? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Surprisingly, the plus zero doesn't add as much as you think. <laughs> Wouldn't it add exactly what I think? <laughs> Depends on what you think. Shit. I think it's zero. What if? Then okay. She did not exactly know. what you think. No, did you guys ever see like those videos of like those ants where they get like zombie ants and then something comes yeah, out of yeah, their yeah. head? I think they. What if it's like? I mean, we, yeah. What if it's like that? We weren't there, but I think they fought something similar to that already. That was did the it? plot of uh, The Last of Us, or that was the cause. Yeah, it's the fungus in Last of Us. <sighs> but they fought some spoilies. Some bugs. It, it's not some, they fought some. Was it bugs with lizards? Uh, yeah, the, no, it was lizards. With lizards bugs. with bugs on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah that little was scorpion cool. dudes. Yeah, but, but the scorpions heads. aren't fungus. That might have been the first fight we learned to work together. Aww. It was good. Yeah, it was exceptionally good. I think you learned to work together in the first fight, and then you're like, "We can handle this." And then you decided that, oh, we're still going to fight the smoke dinosaur, even two two people. <laughs> no, 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 no. We had to we had to relearn to work together because we had a new healer. That's true. Who just wants to dance with the bad guys? Yeah. <laughs> who, who immediately set up for that combat to lose? Katie, I love you, but also fuck you. Stop. I mean, she was we fine. were the ones who told her to sneak out into that, which that which situation. was the right choice. Frankly, did she got we, seen. She should just turn around. Did we ask her to not make any noise, <laughs> not come get us, and then try to mime her way out of the situation? <laughs> it <laughs> Look, ended well. That was a hundred and ten percent Vaughn. I've, I've got to say this: <laughs> there was the mo- there was the most Vaughn moment, except was, for when Vaughn departed. Yeah, when <laughs> it was extremely incredible. when you're taking your cues from Jerry Lewis. Things have gone awry. Hello, lady. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, try to miming your way out of there by, by pretending to be a mirror. That's a dumb 50s movie idea. That sounds fun and hokey. It sounds like she had a good time. It was, and she yeah. did. And Thank she almost died. Just like all my good times. I think it's time to roll battle order. Do we have to fight it? Mex. Yes! <laughs> 
25 for us. 27. I rolled a natty 20. Okay. It goes first. And as expected, the area that began to glow in smoke burns away. All of you guys leaned in in the doorway like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Like heads all lined up. Cute. There are six of you. So I'm going to roll a d6, one of my new tiny ones. Aww. And according to your position table is who it aims at. Aww. Six is yourself. Gaylene. Aw, man. Can I dodge? It, it's going to roll against your dodge. Aw. That's a natty 18, so 20. All you see is it burns away, and then Gaylene just starts to feel hot. <laughs> N- none of the rest of you see anything other than that, except for Gaylene's feathers start to smoke. I'm on fire, y'all. This sucks. Eight damage to Gaylene. You leave her out of this. <laughs> We're well, she just, just got hit. She has a little spit of smoky bones. <laughs> Kelton would like to walk five paces forward towards the monster. Let's call it ten. Okay, I'm double, a double move. move. Or should I? Or do I hit? No one else is within ten of it, right? No. Yeah. But that means the rest of us have to double move to catch up. Yeah. What's his reach? Uh, two. So Kelton moves ten... It can hit you. Ten full spaces towards the overgrown colossus. It can hit you. You cannot hit it. Really? That's how Kelton operates. Oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah, that's... If he wasn't here, one of us would be the one getting hit. So, I mean, I wouldn't have gone. Well, Gaylene already got hit, and she was nowhere near it. That's true. That, that, yeah, that's I would have gone home. <laughs> so next is its turn, which is, conveniently enough, a slam. Nice. Like with a body its slam? Mm-hmm. And it is two spaces away from uh, Kelton, which is close enough for one of its large arms to reach and try to smack him. Bring it. Ten. Oh, eleven. No. All right. I think Aileen's going to pause her turn. You don't want to even get behind him? No. Okay. Oh, so here's a here's a rule about holding actions that I think we can implement that's actually pretty simple. I think you could only hold one action. Like either a move or, or an action? Mm-hmm. Or right. a swift or something like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Instead okay. of holding your whole turn. Okay. Yeah. I think you can do the thing you're going to do and then hold one of your actions if you want it to take place later. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're going to hold all of your... You're only going to be able to act once. And probably for the next one, I'll probably only move before the round ends. But you could but then you could move double now. move. Move and now, and then you. Can I move. need more people out there. I'm the only two you're armored, the, the only other armored person. Kayleen yeah. doesn't care. <laughs> Y'all I fucking hate Kayleen. Go out yeah. there first. <laughs> Y'all started this mess. Kayleen wanted to go home, and y'all were just like, we're I'm ranged not going to go home. Yeah. We're, ranged, we're go never home. getting up that close. That's not going to happen. Not my problem. Not Galen's problem. It is your problem. That is exactly your problem. Galen, don't care. Yeah, you're already getting uh, you're gonna get lasers. Galen's like. already shot. Yeah, so yeah. why wouldn't you want to stab the thing that shot you? <laughs> She's you're just going to hang back there and get shot more? Galen's miffed. Galen is going to withhold her attack action. Okay. We should probably just have her sit somewhere else. Because when she's second, she's never going to take advantage of being second. That's not true. She's done it several times. How does this overgrown classes feel about opportunity attacks? You don't know yet. Ooh. Would your tactics be able to tell? Do we know what its dodge is? It's like 11, right? You don't know we what don't its dodge is. We haven't or attacked it's, it. Uh, its armor? What we don't know. No idea. Anything we haven't hit it yet. Yeah. Haven't even tried to hit it. The only person who could hit it on this turn is you. Ugh. Kelton yells back, it's got an arm. like <laughs> Mr. Bizzleby. No, it's its turn. No, it's its turn. Ooh. And uh, the tendrils uh, have sensed Kelton, and they whip out to strike him. Miss. Looking at the situation, Nesbit is going to try to get so that he's kind of 
behind Kelton, moving up as much as he can, and uh, casting Shadow of Death onto the Colossus. Okay. The Colossus is huge, so there's no way it's not occupying most of that. Esmond. Galen's right. going to go. Okay. She's going to move ten spaces. You can't. You can't. You can't. It's you a move. Wait. You can't. No. Oh, leap. I get to move double my speed. Galen sees that Nesbitt has moved forward, so she's cooled off, and she's going to be ten spaces where she's going to be hanging out next to um, Kelton. Okay. And now... I've got to do some counting. Okay. All right. Esmond is going to move forward to kind of get catty-cornered to Nesbitt, and he's firing a burning lance. Okay. Crack die. 14. Hit. 10 damage. All right. Okay. Does it look like it even did anything? Yes. You, okay. Uh, you, you feel like it hit one of its tougher armored plates, but it made it through and it looks a little scorched. Dope. And these plates don't look like they're armored for combat. They just look like they're the material it's made of. Mm. <laughs> like maybe they're decorative. Okay. Obed is going to shift into his aspect of speed. Silver scale, super aerodynamic looking. Now he's going to double move. So you can move what? On your turn, you can 14. move. Because you're normally 12. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you get 8. So I don't really need to. What's 8 times 5? 40. So, yeah. You can move 80 feet as a double move. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't even know if I need to do all that. So I have 6 already, so I can move 8 without double moving. So let me see. Okay. So Obed uh, is going to move his 8 speed to be between Galen and Nesbit, and he's going to cast Burning Ray at Galen to try and heal her up. Okay. And since I don't have to roll an attack, because I'm not actually attacking, I just have to roll the dice six, right? Right. Okay. Well, actually, do it in case you crit. Oh, yeah, that's true. I did not crit. Five. So you're back to full health. It is now its turn. Now there are multiple creatures. You see another port open as more of you enter the room and it takes a shot at takes two shots one at kelton one at nesbit green is kelton damn it <laughs> white is nesbit that's so cool both miss yeah there were double fives yes Dope. i like that yes that was great i like the mini die too that. yeah no every that. part of that was amazing just the, <laughs> the big d20s just make me feel so i know intimidated but in a good way well and you're yeah. all, i mean and because then when it misses it's like a big miss too yeah, yeah these are the 34 millimeter d20s from chess x and uh for the listeners they're not they're like three bucks a piece for something you're going to use all the time. Yeah, but what's cool is DMing. I mean, I don't. I always say, like, I look behind the screen. I don't actually use a screen. I roll all the rolls in front of everybody, which I think is important if we're trying to balance a game. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, they make it really visible for everybody sitting at the table. Liam's pretty far from me, and he can read them easily. And it's nice. It feels good. It, it, feels, it feels like I'm courtside now rather than, like, you know, a little bit back. Right. I'm not Gary Gygax hiding in another room. <laughs> Did he do that? Yeah. He would do all the all the dice rolling. Like, you would say what you wanted to do, you knew what your character could do, and then he would roll everything, and you wouldn't see any of it, and he would tell you the result. I'd like to beat him up and oh. then hang out with him. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that go alone. <laughs> it's Kelton's turn next. However, I've neglected to take the Shadow of Death damage oh, yeah. when it just acted. So let's say, uh, because it has multiple turns... We'll do it on its next turn. Okay. Well, so I, I've made back. a note. Well, I, I, yeah, I thought it would be the turn after. No, that happened already. We've never made a rule Nesbitt. about this. Yeah, we we haven't we haven't discussed this about 
boss characters to get multiple turns about when they should take the damage. It says at the start of its next turn. I do have a question about that real quick. Yes. Out of game. Uh, was it intentional to not use boss music against the mole? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, made me, that actually reinforced how sad I was about this current fight. Uh, <laughs> I like that you think this is a boss. Yeah. <laughs> so, but hold on. Wouldn't wouldn't it have take damage on both of its turn or is it once per round? Once mm-hmm. per round. Yeah. Once yeah. per round. Uh, I feel like... The language is going to have to be very specific. I feel like if it's going to get to take three turns, I really yeah, feel no, like... that's three actions, uh, not three turns. Doesn't look like it. So. But I still feel like <laughs> with three okay. actions across a round... What does a Shadow of Death do? A die four? Die four uh, yeah. plus composure. Die four plus composure. Right. That doesn't penetrate armor. It bypasses armor. It does now. Oh, it does. Oh, never mind. Because <laughs> okay. to me, I was like, well, if you roll a one, that's not going to get through armor. If you roll a two, it's not going to get through armor. Maybe if you get a three or four, so maybe a one in three chance is actually going to penetrate the armor. So if it gets three turns, that was my thought process. But if it skips armor, we're good. Yeah, I well, I still think of it because like uh, basically the function of a round is a span of time. So it doesn't matter how many yeah. actions the... Uh, monster takes in that span of time it's just that this is the frequency um, with which so this occurs the tick of your dot is right. still one round right yeah. got it because think it. about it it would if you had a monster that had five actions per round the damage of something like shadow of death would blow, blow away up, yeah. every everything that well Esmond only has. because i just found out that it bypasses armor oh yeah well, even bypasses still, but even then like if you had something that had zero armor but a bag of hit points that would still, you know, it could do forty damage around yeah. every round. And guaranteed. if I had four composure, uh, I guess that's true. He doesn't have to roll against it; like it, it's like, going to hit guaranteed. Yeah, that's true. Okay, you're right. I, I mean, mean, I'd I love to think, overbeef my move any way we can, but like I, also, I, I think that this is the most. Reasonable. I also think that in my head, because of how long it takes to do a round, which is not long compared to some, even fourth edition, mm-hmm. this is probably. 15 seconds of this fight is one round. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And based on Six that. Six seconds. Okay. So then based. the standard. So then based on that, again, the idea of your skill having the tick is the, for me, because I, right. I play dot-based characters in most games. So like, like that makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. It's Kelton's turn. All right. Kelton is going to look at the beast. He's going to look over his shoulder to Esmond and ask him to take the shot. All right. All right. And this is with a plus, plus one. So, plus six. Eleven. Miss. Dude, I feel like you, the last two games, have yeah. just rolled real low. Yeah, yeah. you, you do a bit. lot of missing. So, so the flavor of why it misses what would otherwise seem like a stationary target is these these tendrils are whipping around, oh, yeah. and it is struggling with the thing in the wall. So, it's uh, I mean, it's not an it's not actively trying to dodge anything you're doing. If it, so, if you can picture, it's this. a chaotic yeah. target, right? Okay. I think we understand that. Oh, and I just, because I asked for clarity on this, so I don't know if anyone else needed the clarity. The tendril attack wasn't the monster. That was the moss. It seemed to be happening independently. Right, so. That was definitely the impression that I got from the description. But I was also. organic thing. And I know this is a meta thing, but it's the closest thing that we have to paying attention to and learning from the enemy during the combat is that I noticed that the pluses were different from the tendril and the slam and the heat attack. So I was like, okay, well, if that's a plus int or plus composure and that was a plus uh, dexterity, oh, then what the fuck is the tendril? Oh, well, it must be the plant, which has a different thing. So, like, I am I know that's a 
I'm not trying to do yeah. that, but no, do that. It's yeah, the only no, chance I, we have. <laughs> no, I, I I do that in to every me, game. I to try me, to figure out all the. Uh, that's the out of bonuses, character, but. my character in character learning that monster. It's right. Fighting. Yeah, I, w- I would feel like every mechanical thing, like even me explaining why its dodge is low but you still miss. There should be a in-game or an in-character reason. Right. Yeah. The characters would understand that. Going into the fight, we don't know that it has, say, for instance, three armor. But if I roll a four and I I can tell that I didn't do as much as uh, my arm swung, the character knows that it's armored. But Or the difference between like a swing that's a lot harder to dodge versus a swing that's like, oh, that didn't even kind of look that impressive. Oh, I was in the wrong spot. Exactly. Instead of, of, I fucking had to move. Yeah. Right, or, right. or my dagger didn't bite. There was a rule in 4th edition that I really liked that said, uh, because there was a lot of conditions happening all the time, like somebody being granted an attack, somebody getting a negative one against them. They said that any condition that is a character is experiencing, that character knows. Right. Like, wh- however it's expressed, they understand that it is a benefit or a loss, but they don't. They may not know the details, you know, yeah. of, of, of why. So Galen... Yeah, they, they can't quantify it, but they definitely know that, you know, this is... So Galen knows that 20 paces away, she got hit by an invisible burning thing. Like, yeah, well, so, okay, if you're so not like, perceiving, if you are completely unaware of the thing that's attacking you, it's a sneak attack. But all of you are looking at this but thing. But we could... Yeah. But, okay, so the initial attack, but we all saw the outcome of it, right? Yeah, when you saw that it was doing something, right. you just so, didn't know what. So, from, so my character is like, holy shit, we're all in range. Yes. Like, that's what my character would have perceived from that. Yes. Okay, okay. So that that's that's naturally how I play the game. I guess I just need to blend it better so that I don't feel bad about doing it. <laughs> no, please do that. And then if there's something you're like, would I know? Ask. Okay. So it's the start of its next turn. Uh, we're going to say that the Shadow of Death will tick on this part of the round for it. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. So D4 plus composure, right? Yes. And I'm jealous of your D4s right now because I left mine in another spot and I need to get them back. Yeah. Yeah. Here it comes. Uh, three. Three. Okay. Hey, Esben. How did Nesbitt do that? He's not even near it. I'm, I don't want to have this conversation. Oh, oh, I just wanted to. Oh, okay. So what you notice now is that processes <laughs> have begun within the room, separate of this creature. <sighs> and a light, a blue, thin band of light, traces the perimeter of the room. Uh, I'm not liking that. <gasps> no, this is cool. And it sits apart from the wall, almost ghostly, about two inches I know this oh, is damn it. I know this is not We're likely, but can I do a magic check to see if I recognize anything with the color or pattern and yes. timing? Okay. Seventeen. You know that it is not magic. Oh uh, guys, I don't know what this is, but it's not magic. And now it's going to slam at Kelton. Hits. Boom. Mm, that was a natty fifteen. God, that dice. <laughs> uh Kelton takes six damage. Fuck. Okay. Uh, so you threw a D12 and added five to it. Yep. And that was a one. <laughs> For the listeners counting along. On. <laughs> I can't get into slam range. Yeah, yeah. Good I'm... news, I dropped that and it vanished. <laughs> <laughs> you can never use that attack again. I've got it. As if you I've don't have another, another D12 just sitting right there. <laughs> right. So slam is beefy. Yeah. Yes, that is high beef. This thing looks very strong. <laughs> Um, Galen's going to do... She's in fucking range, isn't she? Yeah. Venom Strike. Yeah. His, like, little foot. 
Okay, you get get his little this first his four his foremost his little toesies. <laughs> yeah, so Galen's going to do this little straight. piggy <laughs> went to die. Um, Noise. I rolled a nineteen plus. Oh, that hits. Okay, I rolled a nineteen. Make her do the no, math. Yeah, well, make but, her do the math. So nineteen plus your uh, dexterity total, which is is that 20, five twenty four? Yeah. How does she have? Five she got an extra deck. Holy shit. Her shit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so you said 24? 24. God damn. Good. Y'all welcome. Look at that. I was like, is that Gina? Right? Yeah. Y'all welcome. That's a thing. Seven. Seven damage? Seven damage. Okay. That is correct. Sir. And you apply venom. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So now it's sick. To his little foot. His little foot. <laughs> <laughs> you get the impression that it is immune to venom. Mm. <laughs> okay, so that's Shit. cool. But I get the impression in a normal that dot sequence, would it not do damage on its next turn, or would it have to go a full lap around? It would still, it would still happen before her turn again. So right. I think it wouldn't matter. Killing it as fast as possible matters. Yeah. So if it went here and took the damage from Venom Strike, but didn't take it again until its next time around to here, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Ideally, it would be the top of the round that it would yeah. take damage, but it doesn't. I mean, in this case. Both Galen and Nesbit go after the top of the round. Okay, but it won't I guess I guess, for this. I guess as the healer, I'm okay with things dying at this point in the round. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm I'm looking at it from a different angle. The language uh, used is uh, once per round, all creatures that begin their turn. So like it would make sense that it's at the time that they begin their turn. So right. it'd be right after you did it, which would be the top of the round. So let's move it to the top of the round. I can do that. Yeah, because it won't matter. It, it's already done. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Venom Strike does two weapon damage, so I forgot to roll my other d12, so I'm going to do that. All right. Do it. A one. Okay. <laughs> Plus. No. 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 Add it on to okay. the seven, so it would have yeah. been an eight. All right. So the tendrils are flapping around. They can't see. So we'll say odds, they attack Kelton, evens they attack Aileen. And I'll roll my cute tiny um, d6s. Tiny d6. So Kelton. Miss. Nesbitt is going to uh, double move forward to the left of the monster, trying to get approximately opposite Kelton and Galen. Okay, so you're going to try to flank it and get the upper hand? Yep. I, I don't think you'll have too much trouble doing that. The thing is, it has reach, so if you try to double move to be adjacent to it, 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 can, it can swap you, but you can get just into its threatened range without provoking okay. and then disengage closer to it on your turn. Right, that's that's a good, good call. So... On a monster this big, what's considered flanking? Uh, anything where a part of it is opposite. Any part. Yeah, yeah. If so, for listeners, it's not a circle. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's not an even shape. Yeah. So if any part of it you are opposite of uh, one of your allies, then you are flanking. Now Nesbit is not flanking it at all, but he will be with Galen because she has reach. Right. Kelton is not adjacent to it. He is. He is decidedly not. All right, Esmond takes another pot shot. With Burning Lance? With Burning Lance. All right, let's see it. With a plus three. God. Miss. All right. We haven't had a lot of damage done so far. Yeah. Obed is going to move up four squares to be adjacent to Kelton. So Kelton is directly between myself and Gaylene. I'm going to go ahead and do my renewing assault against the target. That's 11. Miss. Damn it. It is its turn. It's going to take Shadow of Death damage. Yeah. And Venom Strike damage. No. No, it's oh, only Venom Strike. Yeah, we figured that. I'm sorry. 
Deuce. Because you're so close to something. Okay. <laughs> uh, a to third, what? Getting fucked? Yeah, a third port opens, and it is going to target a new person. If I get a double, I'm going to re-roll it. It targets Galene, Nesbit, and Esmond with its heat ray. Oh man. And I get to roll. Is the- this fire damage? Is this considered fire damage? Well, maybe if it hits you, you'll find out. All right. <laughs> I got three giant dice here. Oh man. Fuck. Let's say, break the fucking table, honey. I know, they're huge. Uh, I'll do I'll do green Galene, because oh, that yeah. rhymes. It'll be your uh, hero name. White Nesbit, black Esmond. <laughs> okay, so Galene gets hit, and then it is 13 on Esmond. On, yeah. on both of you guys. Yay. Not, nope. That's a miss. Okay, so Galene takes nine damage. Are there any, like, flowers or anything on the top of this thing? Is it or just, like, fungus? No, it, it, yeah, there's no flowers, but oh. it is it is a dark green fungus. Kind of like this dye I got. Uh-huh. Like oh, a nice. moss? Or a lichen? Lichen? I'm liking lichen. that. <laughs> Y'all. Kelton is going to step one, one forward. Disengaging as he does so. Disengaging as he does so to move up into the face. Well, not the face so much as the body. Warning strike on the beast. And spend two momentum. Oh, okay. Ooh. That would be 19. Hit. Hit. Your multicolored dice makes me feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> Why? It's cute. It's like homey. It's it's like watching somebody open their lunch that someone made for them, and their sandwich is, like, all wrong. Dice? <laughs> like, it's just... It's just <laughs> Bread and dice. It's like watching rye, bread, peanut butter, and turkey. Like, that's what that sandwich <laughs> looks like. Dude, yeah. you know what? I would totally eat that fucking sandwich. It sounds really good, actually. Uh, y'all fuck it up. Five damage. All right. Mm. It lets go of the... <gasps> Shrieky Pete? Of Shrieky Pete. <laughs> Is that what you named it? And uh, it shrieks one last time, and you see it slip out of its hand like a snake into a hole. Just like Ew. it's gone into the hole. Told you we picked well, the wrong fight. And the other arm comes around. You're right. I think we could have taken Shrieky Pete. <laughs> <laughs> you have its full attention. Good. Oh, excellent. Yeah. I thought that thing maybe would have So is, uh, is letting go technically its move? No, it's nice. a free action to let go of anything. Oh. It's going to attack Kelton and Nesbit with its slam. Do I get an opportunity attack because he's attacking an ally? Uh, is that based on what rolls? Because Nesbit's really far away. It, ha- it Nesbit is two spaces away. Yeah. I think this, oh, shit, Nesbit's over there. I'm so sorry. This is an attack that includes you, so I don't think it counts. Yeah. It, is, it is swinging at the both of you, so it includes you. Oh. So it's swinging one arm at the both of us? or two? No, two arms. One at each of you. How do one. I get an opportunity attack? You don't have the upper hand yet. Mm. Green is Kelton, white is Nesbit. Uh, it hits Kelton. Yay. Can I use my scene attack not so fast, which is an immediate? Yes. Right. What does that do? It would uh, see his attack and hit him with my own attack. Like a counter? Yes. It would stop his attack. If it lands. Does if it, it lands. cancel it? Like Yes. Undoes it? Yep. Dope. That's yeah. really cute. <laughs> 20. D20. That's a natty oh, 20. Yes. Shit. We have a crit in the yeah. house. Folks. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Rye bread on 20. (laughs) The triggering attack is canceled, and the enemy is immobilized until the end of my next turn. Oh, good. The tank can't move. Holy shit. What? Roll that damage, bro. No, the tank moves. All right. You don't have to roll damage. It's max damage. Yes. Which would be 12. Holy 
Shit. That. Oh, wow. you have, do you have no strength? Was amazing. Two strength. Ten D ten for my axe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Two strength, one handed axe. I forgot you had an axe. Mm-hmm. And his axe. Holy shit! And so it misses a couple. Tur- it's immobilized until the end of his next turn. So well, it can't move. move. Oh. It can still attack. It uh, can't, yeah, it okay, can't use a move action. <laughs> That's also, why I was like, oh, well, it hasn't he, moved yet. It probably attacked, doesn't plan on it. He attacked the monster, but not the moss. So I would think that could still move, couldn't it? Well, well it, can, it, can it can move it can, outside of the monster, I think. It can it can thwap at you, but it taking a move action to travel, Yeah. it can't do that. No. Well, yeah. Right. Now, which is important because it just let go of the thing that it was trying not to move away Correct. from. Correct. So you basically said, no, 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 you're still there. But so it's arm you also stopped that attack, which is great. Yeah. You didn't take any damage. That, that, was, that was A plus, Max. Good job. Yeah. That was good, A plus. Good use of not so fast. And then nobody took damage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. This is a this is a bunch of whiffs on everybody's part almost, <laughs> except for Kelton just now with that twenty. So Galen just saw um, what Kelton did, <laughs> and um, she's going to do overwhelming strike. So she has her pike ready, and she's going to do like a I don't know what do you call it like a like an uppercut. Sure you can thrust. <laughs> yeah, like a like thrust. a scoop. Yeah, like a scoop. Like you're scooping hay, and she's going to stab him. All right. Plus five, so fifteen. Fifteen hits. Yay! Jesus, God, that plus so five. Ridiculous! Deaths. God damn! Champion's good. Galen is the beefiest character at this <laughs> yeah. fucking table. Oh, court like court Citadel too, plus which a D6. is dope. Five and three is eight. Plus two is ten. All right, ten damage. So it did the slam, failed. Galen acted and did damage. Now the tendrils start thrashing around as they do, and they are indiscriminate. They don't understand anything, and they are going to attack Gaylene. Aww. Rolling twos all day on this D6, because there's six of you. Yeah. Uh, and that is 13 to dodge. My dodge is 13. It hits. Can I get two of those black ones? Um, actually, she's in Phalanx with me, which gives her plus one to dodge. Yo! Yeah, give me those back. I think Max gets some momentum for that. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Max. I knew being the combination near you was of something. that with the not so fast. <laughs> I absolutely think you get a momentum. Yeah, that was a. Uh, this is a round well played so far by Kelton Mandegrove, the Doctor Professor Esquire the Fourth. The feeling I had about wishing that we had done this without you is gone now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh, I never wanted to do it without you. Appreciate it, Liam. Because I want to see you die. I do. Liam. Well, if he dies, you know the Be rest kind. of you are fucked. Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm prepared also, for that. I just want, <laughs> I'm prepared I, for that like, eventuality. I'm just going to throw this out there as like a, a meta thing that, that the mole had like 145 HP or something. Yeah. We've done like eight damage. I was about to say, yeah, we're like <laughs> taking little chips out of this guy. Yeah, we're, you haven't, we haven't really been, uh, landed something great yet. Yeah, Galen was uh, dropping 40-plus per round. <laughs> yeah, you were <laughs> dropping bombs last encounter. So it hasn't happened yet. It is done acting for this round, so this is yeah. two rounds down. All right, no, so this, is, this is three rounds Three down. rounds down. We're yeah. three rounds down, and it has yeah. lost. I, I could tell you because you would know. Well, with its armor, it has lost 35 HP at the end of its third round. Galen has wow. done more in a single hit. Wait, 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 wait. That's the actual damage loss. Actual damage That's higher loss. than I thought it was, actually. It's I been, thought it was lower than that. It's though. been 18 seconds, though, so. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are having, like, a frustrated slog with this yeah. guy so far. <laughs> well, this All is right, really well, cool hopefully I'm going to take some chunk damage this time. Nesbit is going to uh, disengage into range. Okay. And that'll put him uh, flanking. 
giving him the upper hand. So uh, now Nesbitt's uh, where he likes to be. Didn't like being close, but outside of stab range. Now he's in stab range. He's going to stab. Okay. We're going helmet splitter. We're opening heavy, going for All right. right-handed dagger. He's got the uh, that new wind dagger. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's going to throw two momentum on the right hand Ooh. and one on the left. All right. Yeah, yeah. You're opening yourself up for some risk here. Why? Because if you miss fails. with momentum, there are unforeseen consequences. You might get <laughs> swallowed. <laughs> Is that what happened? It's a Is risk. that why that happened to you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that wasn't an ability Josh planned for that thing. I just failed. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) All right. Well, the left is a 17, and the right is 11. The right misses. Take care of the damage the left does first. Okay. Which is sneak attack. Which one had the wind dagger? Right. Okay. That'll be 2d4 plus the 2d6 for uh, sneak attack. Plus two for strength. Yeah. Oh, your wind one missed? Yep. The one that you put two on? Yep. Yep. Ten. Ten. This is the first uh, attack with that wind dagger, right? Yep. Haven't quite gotten used to it. (laughs) Feels a little weird. Your wind dagger gets lodged between the plates, and it will take a strength check to yank it out. Uh, And I'm rolling a d6. I'm going to say it's ten. The the difficulty of your strength check is ten. Ten plus. Plus whatever I roll on this d6. So two, so twelve to yank it out. All right, and I, it it doesn't seem to move very fast. So I don't. I'm not going to make you roll to grab the hilt of your dagger. Okay, but if you want to yank it out, you have to be twelve. All right, as an attack action. As an attack action. Yeah. Shit. Okay. God damn it! I just got that thing. Whoever gets this guy right around where that happened, fucking stick him. And I'm using my other scene attack, uh, Gelt scene, reveal weakness. Uh, the next person to hit him does an extra d10. Oh, sweet. And that's a, a swift action? Swift, yes. Holy shit. Nice. Nice. Does Nesbit still have his other dagger with him? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, this is not actually that big of a loss. Yeah, no. That, <laughs> my plan was uh, I'm just going to uh, get my other shitty dagger and uh, I like it's shitty going. now that you have a <laughs> yeah. right hand. Whereas yeah. you, you yeah. straight one shot at people with the other it's one. It's terrible. It's been terrible for you. <laughs> oh, so now that you did that, you start to notice that along the band of blue light around the outside of the wall... Oh, man, I forgot about that shit. Symbols start to appear on the walls, and there are various triangles that are directing away from the entrance on either side of it towards the opposite end of the room. Not quite where you guys are fighting this uh, overgrown colossus, but nearby. They are pointing, and I'm going to mark on the map, they're pointing towards a direction, like traveling and renewing and traveling and renewing, pointing towards that direction. All right, Esmond's going to sit right where he's going to be. He's just he's fine where he is. He doesn't want to get anything anywhere close to that pro- thing. Probably a good move for Esmond. But he's using this flaming pillar, okay. which is 2d8 plus strength plus intelligence. Okay. Ooh. Whoa. All right. You should hit that spot that he was talking about. 18. Hit. Yes. yes. How exciting. So 2d8 plus a d10. Plus what? Composure. Uh, no, plus my, yeah, composure and strength because I'm fire. And are you including uh Jesus. Yeah. Whoa, that was a that was a roll. Twenty two damage. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Does that All include right. Keith's thingy? Oh it yes. is mostly Keith's thingy. That is <laughs> that was that the is nine. Half my damage. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. So now another thing happens. Okay. <laughs> the fungus catches fire 
and burns away. Some of the tendrils fall off, and it starts to blacken, and it's no longer thrashing around like it was before. Wow. Glowing blue stripes appear on the floor. <gasps> they don't seem to be made of anything. They just are, are blue light. I don't, I, don't, I don't like any of this. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. no. I, I don't know a lot of things about anything, but I don't like this. Yeah, uh, got concerns. I don't even know what those concerns are, but I'm definitely concerned. It'll be fine. Don't want to alarm you, but Guff, don't use triangles. <laughs> Never use them. This is not Guff. There's too much symmetry. <laughs> Esmond Esb- takes out a notepad and writes Guff down really quickly. Guff, don't use triangles. There's like one particular triangle that is symmetrical. The rest of them suck. There are several triangles that are symmetrical. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Guff, don't use triangles. (laughs) (laughs) Kayleen, you've taken a little bit of damage, right? Yeah, I've taken a hefty chunk. No, you've taken five. Yeah, that's hefty for Gaylene. How much health do you have? It is not hefty for Gaylene. Yeah, no. How much that health does are... Gaylene have? She started his course Citadel. Currently? Yeah. yeah. Got 29. <laughs> so, yeah, fuck off. All right, so. What's, Liam, what's your max health? What's what's Esmond's max health? 24. My max, my my max, max health is, is 24. My max health is 29. Well, your max is over here. <laughs> What's what's my max health? Thirty. You're fine. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you be sweet. Gillian gave you a snack earlier. Now she's down to an odd number of snacks. It's given her all sorts of bad luck. Oh, she could just eat one. She's not hungry. I don't want to stand <laughs> she's on. Always that hungry. is this bullshit. You are lying. <laughs> this is a crisis. It's um, only been twenty seconds. I don't want to stand on the line. I don't know. It could be a good thing. Yeah. What if the ground splits and you got to hold it together with your thigh? I, all right, I'm into that. That sounds great. Stop giving the DM ideas. <laughs> you get like really muscly in your um, thighs. Just your thighs. Obi is going to disengage one to be closer to Kelton, and he is going to use Remember Past, which is a swift action, lets him re roll a ability if it fails before using his scene Rippling Lunge. Four. Are you going to tell us your memory? Uh, Twelve. Hit. 
Yeah. Yay. All right. So I'm glad I only just and and because yeah. I used remembered past the smell of the burning moss reminds me something of the doom. That's it. Something of the burning moss reminds me something of the doom. It makes you so mad. It makes me so I, mad that I try twice for the rippling lunge, and now I do one weaping damage plus one die six plus my strength plus sneak attack damage. Why do you do an extra d6? It says one weapon damage plus one die six plus strength. This is this is not correct. It's supposed to be two weapon damage and sneak attack. Okay. So oh, that's yeah. Fine. So the card you have is so the card the card that he has so is updated. It yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it, instead of it being because this is overwhelming strike. Damage. Basically, I got yeah. it. Okay. So um, it's supposed to be two weapon damage plus strength. strength. And, and if I have upper attack. hand, I get sneak attack. Correct. Okay. So I'll do this. Just 10. Shit. 12. Holy 10 shit. 20, 22. 22 plus 6 is 28 plus my strength is 129 damage. Double strength because it's two-handed. 30, 30 damage. damage. Holy. Wow. The highest of fives, my good sir. That <laughs> Is some beef. Thank God I just yeah. remembered past before I used that. Jesus Christ. Ooh. That was cool. I was hoping you'd be like, you remember something, and it's the guff inventing triangles. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately deciding, we're never going to use these. We hate I'm these. All, I'm all, I, I discovered that three points all exist on the same plane. I, Fuck that. <laughs> I'm already holding the William Shakespeare thing in my head. I can't like... William Shakespeare. Cake cake Trapezoids are nothing at all. <laughs> you now get a plus one to your next attack with that weapon. Oh, I do. And the rippling lunge is the sweet, cool effect of the blue light across my scaly silver scales. Could you be any sexier? I I hope so. Keep going. Let's, I let's couldn't. Let's hear more. I couldn't if I tried. Just kidding. I never want to hear about it again. <laughs> Damn. Man, I really can't wait till we start getting flashback of our characters. I'm really going to be in oh, it. We're going to have to write it. So I, dude, <laughs> I don't think that is necessarily true. Top of the round. It takes shadow of death damage because it hasn't moved and cannot move because it's immobilized. Yeah. Five. Five <laughs> All right. It's going to do its heat ray attack. It has three of them, and I'm rolling 3d6 to decide who it hits. That's cracked die. It attacks Galen, ah. Nesbit, and Esmond again. And I'm going to roll these three giant detours. Do you want the big ones or the small ones? Big, uh, big ones, ones. Big ones. How is that even a question, Josh? I just want to make they're sure. Gr- they're so good. Look, some ladies, they just prefer different shit. I mean, I'm not... Green, white, black. I go. Green, Galen. White, Nesbit, Black, Esmond. Goth. Man. So, all right. I just got fucked up, didn't I? But no, I'm Gaylene, still... Galen, 15. I'm... <laughs> Nesbit, 14. Man. Fuck. You are in what? Phalanx. But everybody's in... No, no he's not. Not. Oh, I'm on the other Sorry. side. Okay. Does 14 hit? 14 matches, yes. And we have a crit on Esmond Trod. Please be fire damage. Please be fire damage. Please be fire damage. So it hits all three of you, but they're three separate attacks. It's not an AoE. They're individually targeting each of you. That's why we had to roll three dice. Okay, so the one against Galen. Four damage. No, it doesn't do Galen. any damage. Oh, never mind. It doesn't do anything. You have four armor. Galen feels very blessed. 
Yeah, I think you're unaware of how tanky you are. Yeah. Armor yeah. is a blessing. Completely tanky. Too blessed to be stressed. Because she has hollow bones. <laughs> <laughs> that is the exact opposite of why. Okay. Birds are immune to fire. <laughs> hollow bones. All, we all know this. Are you guys aware about all the birds that get laser beamed by solar farms? Oh, yeah. With the solar mirror arrays? Yeah. They just they try to fly through it, and they just get roasted, and there's dead roast turkey at the bottom of those towers. Nesbitt. <laughs> Seven damage. All right. Hmm. Esmond, nine fire damage. All right. Still fine. Hey. Nice. Esmond, can you explain to me why that is still fine? He's I a have fire, fire lizard. Resist. He negates five of any fire damage he takes. How exciting. Esmond, I believe in you. <laughs> Take the shot. You could hit it for harder than I can, I think. But you keep getting a plus every time you hit. True. To, yes. For a better chance. And of one of these days it'll work. Hey, you just did like flanking now. Bunch of damage. 15. (sighs) Hit. Yas. 12 damage. (gasps) Nice. See, that would have been a crit for me, so. That was a crit. I did max damage. Good. I believed in you. (laughs) That's really cute. Now the ground between the stripes. (gasps) Okay, I want this over now. Starts to rise, reshaping itself. (sighs) Do we have like stadium seating now? Are the red parts dips or... Oh, so now I'm tall. How high is the rise? They begin to rise, and I've drawn it on the map, and they shape themselves into benches. Cute. All right, so we're in the amphitheater. Yeah, it's like a coliseum. or away from me. Like the slope. Am I in the highest one or the lowest one? It's not stadium seating. Okay. They're all equal. Think like Like a church. Church pews. pews. Okay. Okay. We might be in a Kenny Rogers roasting machine. Do I have to roll not to fall down? No, it rises very slowly. All right. Am it, I out of line of sight now? No, you can see over them. They're like church pews, if you can imagine. So they're not. They're like, but they're solid. They're, they're made of the material that the ground is made of. Got they're it. Solid. There's no like you can't go under them. They're a the material piece. the ground is made of. You mean floor? Yes. Money. It is now the creature's turn. Aww. The overgrown colossus, who's no longer overgrown because most of his shit melted off. Yeah, scratch that overgrown part off. <laughs> It moves, now that it's no longer immobilized, one space forward and does not invoke an attack of opportunity and ignores the bleachers because its legs just kind of gently, slowly roll over them. Well, Like a tank? Like a spider, but its legs can come up high and so, set down. Character question, how does it ignore attacks of opportunity? Does it just it, disengage? It only moved one space. Well, no, it, it, it is not disengaging. It moves slowly enough and deliberately enough that okay. its movement is not a distraction to it. It is not dropping any of its attention to move. Mm, cool. Its arms and its legs seem to move independently of one another. Like okay. ours? Like a spider. No, not like yours. Your arms and legs do not move independently of your. Of your when you thoughts. walk, you, you can't your divert. Arms. You can't divert your attention in the same way that this can. And it makes two attacks. We'll say one against Kelton and one against Nesbit. Oh my god! Who's doing? You should pray yeah. that it would try to attack yeah. you. Yeah, it would be way better if it attacked you. You have, you have uh, armor. You have That's twice the as much armor. Since when do y'all think Galen gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> then why would you okay, be no. armored, Galen? shouldn't be hoping no, that she Gale- gets hit, Gale- but you as a player should be hoping that Gaylene gets hit. As a player, I also don't care because I want to see what happens. <laughs> All right. So this is what happens. We know what happens. I get fucking hit. Nesbitt gets yeah. hit. <laughs> 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 well, the Natty 17, I don't got to add shit. 
Oh. 11. Fuck me. Is this like where the mole was where it's just trying to run away? Or is it like really being an asshole? It's really hard to tell intention other than it is attacking you and burning you. Okay. And and now has just begun to move over these benches. Like away from us? Into you. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it was away trying to be like the mole no, and just like get away. I think it just finally let go of the thing it was fighting. And this is the first time it's had a chance to move towards us. Since Kelton like fucking pinned it there. Galen will be doing overwhelming strike. Okay. She rolls an eighteen plus five. Let her do it. What the? I wasn't even assist. looking at you, and I looked up, and your brain was like, "Please." <laughs> <laughs> your face was like she's like <laughs> trying to draw numbers out of other people's <laughs> minds. <laughs> what? Um, what is eight plus five? <laughs> <laughs> she's turning so red. <laughs> Twenty-three. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is Thank 23. Christ, I guess. <laughs> God damn it. She had a 1 in 10 chance. Stay in school, kids. <laughs> I'm a history major, not no math major. Here's what I tell my students. <laughs> that's, that's not math major. That's third grade. <laughs> take your number, then you take what you want to add, and you just go. Don't do it. Don't. <laughs> Nobody does that. How many fingers can a person have? Too many, right? How am I supposed to count this high? Does that number hit? It hits. Yes. Thank Christ it hits. All right. World 11. Damage. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 11 damage. That was whelming. So Nesbitt got hacked up. Uh, (laughs) He's freaked out by that. Give me back the hurting. I I don't want it. He's doing lifesteal. Okay. uh, Oh, wait. If you do not disengage, you will incur an attack opportunity. Now, does that reach but, include the space directly next to him? Yeah, if I move in, yeah. then he'll. Uh, then he'll this still counts have... as a magic ranged attack. No, yeah. but I'm saying it for any the way where other ranged attacks work is it's got that space, but they can't manipulate things directly next to them. No, and uh, I know the rules of monsters don't always work. Yeah, no, for for this kind, of, so he's not using a weapon. It's just mandibles. He can no, it's arms, and these arms can reach inside of their range. Okay. Ah, shit. No, I'm not even sure if I want to do that, because, I mean, like, if I... Disengage even further from melee range. Yeah, and then I wouldn't be able to disengage back in to attack on the next turn, so... Damn it. Scratch that is going to disengage in, and go ahead and... Now uh, he has the upper hand, because he's flanking. Right. Throw that double strike. Is the plus one going to be applied to both, or just the one that missed? Good question. Here are two arguments. I think both are valid, so we should come to a quick decision. One argument is that double strike is one attack, and if any part of that attack hits, it's a hit. The other argument is that the chance to miss on any given attack applies, so maybe you'd have to pick the individual attack that you'd apply the plus one to. I think that since he picks the individual hands to apply momentum to, that that speaks enough for that. I don't think it does, because if if we had any other ability that granted you a plus one, we would let it apply to both. That's true. And momentum works in a different function because you want the maximum amount. Like, when you start using that, that's a penalty for taking two attacks. I think it should apply for both because he psyched himself up for this attack. This uh, might not even end up being relevant because another thing I just thought of, in order to do double strike, I have to unsheathe my third dagger. Instead, I'm just going to plunging strike. No one is adjacent to you. Damn it. 
If you do a Wait, regular well, attack, I can you still have the upper hand. Yeah, I can still do a... Oh, so... Plunging Strike make, gives you the upper hand if you don't have it, if an ally is adjacent to you. Right. But you have the upper hand. I have the upper hand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just going to do a basic one-handed attack. All right. 15. Hit. All right. You haven't critted in a while. Nah, it's been a minute. I used to do it all the time, I man. I know. I feel like you did it all the time. What happened to us? <laughs> 13 damage. Nice. Yeah, that hurt. It's you, you can tell you're really starting to fuck this thing up. Nice. It, it is It is getting shaky and starting to literally shake. Hey, what if it evolves? <laughs> <laughs> and Josh is just sitting there like, what if? What if it evolves? Don't give the DM ideas. <laughs> All right. Esmond, now on the pew, is going to stare this this bad boy. <laughs> you're going to double pew? Uh, I wish I could double pew. I can't. I'm I am only going to pew once with Burning Lance. 15, 8 plus 7. Hit. And 8 damage. 8 damage. Nice. Well, since I can't change aspects and attack at the same time, I'm going to go ahead and cast Burning Ray from Obed through the Colossus to Nesbit. Okay. This nice. would also clip Kelton if you have any yeah. damage. Okay. No, he de- he's also like what gaining eight a turn. No, I missed that, that attack. Missed. I missed. Oh. Yeah, was a two. <laughs> Dope. That's a miss. And that's but the heal still works miss. though. The heal still works. You're right. Yes. Five. Nice. Five healing to Kelton and Nesbit. Yeah. Okay. Fuck burning rays. Good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it yeah. has to be. It really does. No, have it, to be. I, <laughs> I don't even. I've. At first, I thought it was overpowered, but based on how everything's gone, it is exactly in line with what I need to be able to do. Heat ray, <laughs> three targets, Come spice rack, hip hop. I don't even give a shit. All right, oh, thank got- God. <laughs> what? Oh, thank God. What is what is Gay lead down to? Twenty nine. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, twenty nine, and she has four armor. All right. So Kelton, Nesbit, and Obed are subject to the heat ray. Green is Kelton, white is Nesbit, black is Obed. Kelton gets hit. Yay. Eight damage. Oh, and it also takes Shadow of Death damage. Oh, yes. Three. Okay. It's funny because this thing does not have significantly more health than the mole. The mole lasted two rounds, but it's just the rolls are going differently this time <laughs> yeah. around. Gaylene doesn't get to hit it five times around. It's true. Kelton is going to stay in place where he is, and he's going to have Esmond take the shot. All right. All right. 12 plus 8. 20. Eight. Now, do I do any extra damage? Just the one act to hit. 11 damage. 11 damage. Hell yeah. Sorry. It, uh, it's getting later, so the math in my head is... Math is hard, huh? Well, I'm about three stages of math right now. Yeah, there's all sorts of things counting down. Yeah. I don't know what the pews are about. There's a laser light show. I don't know what lasers are. Maybe we're in a planetarium. Isn't it all dome-shaped? Do the pews result in difficult terrain? So, yes. What it means is that it takes two squares to enter the space of a pew and to leave it. Ooh, shit. Got it. Okay. So, now, a large glowing circle appears in front of the southern wall that the arrows were pointing to, that the pews are facing. How exciting. Oh, guys, I, I kind of forgot about that about 16 seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope it's an episode of Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> Movie or Death Ray? Uh, really mean Death Ray since it has seating directly in front of it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so now it moves again and doesn't provoke, and it's moved out of the shadow of death, and it takes two attacks... 
So one against Obed, and one attacks Nesbit. Green is Nesbit, white is Obed. Yes. Yay! Two, a two and a three. <laughs> Miss both. Even though Galen is behind Kelton, can she still, she's still like in hitting Phoenix. range? Yeah, yes. With her pike. You still have the upper hand. I have the upper hand. Which means that you actually get an attack of opportunity because it didn't attack How does she you. have the upper hand? Because she's she flanking with Nesbitt, who's right here. Oh, oh, that is still, yeah, okay. 20. Boom! <laughs> and Natty 20. Galen does 14 damage. All right. Why doesn't Kelton get an attack of opportunity? Did it include him? No. No, no it All right, did not. so Kelton also gets an opportunity attack. 18. Boosh. 18 hits. 8 damage. All right. It's about to crumble, but it's still moving. Galen suddenly feels very vigorous, and she sees her opportunity to do some helmet splitting. You've located the creature's helmet? Yeah. Dome sighted, splitting, active. You just hear from behind you, fuck him up, Galen! <laughs> You're going to jinx it. I'm going to roll like a one. <laughs> just kidding. Or it's a, a 20. <laughs> <laughs> Figure out that Jesus Christ! Max damage on helmet splitter. splitter. That's three weapon damage, right? Christ! Is that three weapon damage? Yes. Three weapon damage. Plus strength. Plus strength. Twelve times three. Thirty-six. Plus two. Thirty-eight. That is officially the most damage anybody's done in a single hit. Yep. That's high beef. You're welcome. It fucking explodes. (laughs) Yes! It had seven health. (laughs) Y'all welcome. Y'all give Galen such shit for not moving fast enough and using her leap. But then she does this damn thing, explodes. Hey. Y'all should be kissing ass. We are not complaining about what you do when you do it. I'm tired from killing the mole for you. It's round six. We don't play often enough because you notice that Galen says, watch it be a one. A one is a crit as well. Yeah. Yeah. So this thing, the legs shake and then the body of it collapses to the floor and it hisses and falls down. Does immobile. it deflate? It does not deflate. Oh, that'd be cool. It's not a giant balloon. It probably hisses though. Yeah. And it goes... <laughs> like a whoopee cushion. Yeah. That's but by cute. the way, my son calls a whoopee cushion a fart, fart bag. bag. <laughs> That's really good. He broke two of them in 12 hours. <laughs> He's your son. Yep. Dude, no, I know how that is. Because, yeah. like, you're only supposed to inflate it a little bit, but when you get one, you get excited and you, like, fill it all the way up so that's, like, there under is, pre- and then just you inflate jump it yourself? on that fucker. Yeah, there's no amount of effective inflation that could stand up to a kid jumping and landing <laughs> ass first on it. <laughs> After its defeat, the glowing circle on the wall coalesces into a three-dimensional image of various Tolden standing in a line, walking hunched and bound one by one into an enormous citadel. And above their heads, each is a symbol. Some are coins, some look like skulls, and others are completely unrecognizable. You don't know what they mean. Are there any triangles? Some involve triangles. Mm. So there's definitely no guffer. Told you, no (laughs) guff. They're all recognizably Tolden, and they all look different. But they're bound in chains. Yeah. By the guff, I They're not in, you don't see physical chains, but they are bound. Okay. And they're shuffling one behind the other. The image transitions to a single Tolden standing beneath a cylinder that is over his head. And above his head, between him and the cylinder, is a symbol of conjoined circles. A light shines down on him from the cylinder, and he collapses. The image pans to the right to see a hand 
removing one of the star-shaped amulets from a device. The amulet grows and enlarges, like you would think of it as zooming in, but your characters don't know that term, until it is the only item in focus. And it keeps growing until the gem in the middle of it is the only thing in focus. Then the amulet vanishes, and that same Tolden is now sitting at a desk, and a large figure stands in front of him with a hand extended, palm upwards, and above the palm floats symbols that this Tolden is copying to paper on the desk. And now that same Tolden is standing, holding a sword, while a giant, fire-breathing lizard with wings rears back to strike. Above the lizard's head are more symbols in a row, and the Tolden is grinning. A triangle, so not guff, (laughs) (laughs) stylized, is now depicted rising from a flat plane, trailing behind it a dotted line. And as it ascends, it passes complicated objects suspended in the air until a large object that looks like a ringless moon comes into and then fades from view. And the triangle grows smaller as the perspective no longer follows it, and it disappears among what could only be stars. Now it shifts to an image of a baby with calm eyes and a gentle smile as it is lifted from a transparent crib by metal hands and brought to a balcony by a humanoid construct of some kind that lifts it above the railing to see an alien landscape with a giant planet in the background. You would think of it as a gas giant as players. The symbol of the conjoined circles appears above the baby's head. Then that symbol cracks, crumbles, and fades away. The baby breathes in deep and then nods knowingly. The image fades, then resolves into the image of the star amulet. And then along the perimeter of the walls of the room you're standing in, triangles move out from the center of the image and depict the entrance. And all of the barricades lift. Whoa. And now the benches slowly start to sink into the floor again. I would like to roll to see if I still believe these are guff ruins. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't see why not. I don't if, know what... Here's the problem. I don't know what you're rolling against. That's, I, that's what I, I the, need to... The previ- I guess the previous bluff? No, I think I think Esmond would just be confused. Okay. Right? And, and he could raise that question, All and right. then that would give a chance to confirm a bluff. I also want to point out, I don't know... How does Kelton feel, how does Kelton feel about that? He's like, man, did anyone else see a bunch of triangles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw a whole bunch of triangles. Because that's offensive <laughs> to me that they would come in here and do that with triangles after all the guff had left, died or whatever. You, you, you don't feel like this was like the reason why this particular space was built? Yeah, just like, guff, here's some triangles. Fuck you. It's vandalism is what it is. How could someone have done that if they didn't make... This is... That, I, I know magic, and that wasn't magic, but it was magic. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Well, they used guff magic. That, but that wasn't magic. The amulet, They you saw them. Yeah. They used the amulet. Yeah. They used it wrong, and then they killed that baby. It's just weird to me why they would come in here Wait, and do they that. Kill, how, what? They roll? killed the baby? Where's the baby? Where's the anything? It was an image. As a scholar, can I roll an intellect check to see if any of that was familiar? Okay. So I don't re-roll this because it's not a talent, but I get the plus five for, my, for being a scholar. Because it's your profession, I can just tell you outright. Okay. Like this is not a skill check uh, in the sense is that you haven't studied anything that seems similar to this before. Okay. This, this seems like entirely new. I think everyone's just like, holy shit. They broke in here. 
They did that. That's why we don't trust triangles. Yeah, I guess that's that kind no, of aligns no. with my confusion, maybe. No. No? no. Okay. No. That, all right, well. No. I think we need a bluff and opposed yes. for Esmond to Can I use, be opposing cause, this. Because uh, I've had several reasons to now question his intelligence over the last few adventures. I will give Esmond... Can but because I, he's believed it every time, yes. I'm only giving you a plus two. Can I? All right. Can I oppose since I'm the one that I did that in the oh, life check not, that I was arguing with him? Roll, bitch. Can I use momentum on this? Ha, has he ever bluffed <laughs> your character? Just the one time when we were when we landed and he said that the sound was guff. So, <laughs> Kelton is bluffing the group now, but he's only being opposed by Esmond and Obed. He wants to know if he uses momentum. If he's using momentum, he rolls first. He does get to use momentum. I'm not going to. Doesn't mean that much. I really want it. 14. 16. Nope. One. <laughs> Isn't a one a crit? No. Not nah, only no, for on, you. Only two. piercing weapons and wands <laughs> on attacks. Huh. But not Kelton's piercing wit. All right. So both of you know that he was lying about this specific instance. Yeah. All right. Maybe the guff gave the Tolden this room. Because this room, obviously, I'm even suspect of that. But this is definitely it. Also, it involves the amulets. There's a lot of things that just no longer make sense. Hey, we all know that the amulets are guff. Whatever anyone else does, like look what happened with Forsha when she got a guff amulet. Bitch went crazy. We all know that, right? Wait a second. There was a symbol over over a over a Tolden, and then the same symbol over a baby, right? I don't know what they do with their crazy shit. Guff made the amulets, then they left them somewhere. What if it carries a soul? Oh, like a reincarnation. The amulet got a person in it or something is what you're saying? Sort of. That uh, exp- and then she let it loose. What's a soul? It's a thing you don't have and don't need to worry yeah, Guff about. Guff don't have that. Are we carrying around some of those? Yeah, ones that are empty, though, I think. We better stay away from babies. Yeah, that's, I think that's kind of my good. mentality in general, yeah. <laughs> I think it's good advice for Kelton. Yeah. I mean, they taste good, but like, like, I'm an archaeologist. <laughs> you know, like, I like dig up things and I look at things and I'm like, oh, there's some shards of pottery. That must mean that people did this. I'm not like an expert on like Anything? everything. No, everything. No, you're not an expert on. Giant citadels made of money that seem to be able to do things beyond my possible imagination. Okay, you build a tower, and then you leave, and then someone else comes into the tower and does bad stuff in there. You're not responsible for what happens in the tower just because you built it. (laughs) We built the tower, and then some crazy Tolden came in and killed a baby. I don't know. I really don't think he's been paying attention to the rest of this conversation, and that's fine. (laughs) I blame triangles. (laughs) What the shit even was that? We had asked Tolden shit happening. Yeah, was that here? I don't know. It looked like it was made of fucking diorite. And I know it wasn't magic. Can we eat it? Galene? Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. Like, you ever seen a crab? Oh, yeah. I gotta crack the shell. Could be good stuff in there. Go right ahead, dude. I need you to, to cook it. <laughs> if you find meat in that thing, I'll cook it for you. Can I grab the wind dagger? I was actually just about to say, hey, and while we're discussing not that, I think I tell left anyone. Over. You're gonna have to roll a stealth check. I don't. Do I have? Why is would that you like take a- that away from somebody in our party who will benefit you for having? 
Because Finders doesn't, keepers. Yeah, Gaylene doesn't give you a fuck. Gaylene is a selfish person. Yeah. I'm really sad that she beat me to speaking because I was literally just waiting for everybody so I could open my mouth to say. <laughs> well, I mean, you're actively trying oh, to look okay, for yeah, it. So if she's going to beat you to it, like you're in a well-lit room. <laughs> she is on the opposite side of this creature that's that true. you are oh, yeah, on the true. side I'm of. next to it. So. I'm going to give her a negative five to even attempt to do it without seeing it. Like, you're going to have to roll a stealth check to act like you're not being conspicuous when you're even going over there. Sneaky. I'm going to do it. All right. All right. Let's, so so you roll? haven't done it. This is just roll a d20. Okay. Add your dexterity, then minus five. Seven plus five minus five is seven. Okay. Nesbitt, give me an awareness check. Are there any uh, modifiers on that? Oh, I have intuition. Uh, is that a mm. no? Nah, that probably wouldn't be. I th- nah. no, it's, it it's might be. She's trying not to be conspicuous. Oh, okay, intuition counts here. Right. Yeah, you follow your gut. So you, you add your intelligence. Me to do it. I think we're all still all right. arguing. My talent is low key. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Obi, I would never ask you to do something like this. You see, you see, Gaylene just like waddling, <laughs> like whistling as she does it. <laughs> Hands behind her back. But she probably whistles just as well as she winks. Yeah. So like, she doesn't have lips. <laughs> and she's like, "Don't look at me." <laughs> oh yeah, Weasel Man, how's it going over there? Yeah. Uh, going good. Going good. I was. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm here to get some uh, meat because uh, the fireman said he'd cook it for me, yeah? So I'm just hanging out, yeah? Right. Over here. Okay. And uh, yeah, just uh, how's it going, yeah? <laughs> the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> to try and look suave, Gaylene pulls out a snack <laughs> and eats it. Roll for a suave with your composure. What? Just roll. Three. <laughs> Gaylene is extremely obvious. <laughs> no, she's extremely unswathed. Crumbs everywhere. <laughs> oh no, by nature grade bar. In case anyone wants to know, I am now down to 40 snacks. That's, That's like keep careful track of that. Yeah. Okay, am. is that hole still open where the leather thing went yes. into? Yes. Kelton wants to stick his head into the hole that the leather thing went into. Okay, it looks like it had been opened from this side so from the room you're in by this creature it had been widened to try to get at what was in there because this looks like a small hole that is is a very small diameter and uh it was trying to dig through the wall to get to the creature that was in there Ooh. so what does the hole look like this well is it just so you as a player Mm. would know that it looks like a duct but kelton's like well it's weird money hole like (laughs) more goddamn told in vandalism so the projection stopped entirely? Yes. It, okay. it, it, it's not looping or anything? No, just... it, it is now an amulet that is just static. I want the amulet. Go grab it. Go try and grab it. Go get okay. it. it. Go try and grab it. my turn. I was asking oh, sorry, about sorry, it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Obi would like to go get the amulet. Okay, Obi goes over and reaches for it, and his hand just passes through it. It's a very large amulet that is insubstantial. Obi, try harder, yeah? Use your hands. <laughs> You're not doing it right. Uh... Obi. Obi, just grab it. Uh, Obi, you're cursed. First you get eaten by the mole. <laughs> First you get eaten by the mole, and now you can't get the thing. I mean, anyone else is welcome to try. None of us can get it now. Maybe I'm too slippery. Oh, that, lo- that looks pretty ghostly, so I, I don't think you could grab it. Kelton would like to walk up also to the projection uh-huh. with an amulet already in his palm, mm-hmm. kind of hidden from the group. 
Just to show up, Obi. Okay. <laughs> so he reaches in. He goes, "Hey, I got it, Doctor Professor." Right. Right. I think that, I think that's a deception. I think it is too. Do it. Roll. <laughs> he's, all right. He's spending momentum. Sixteen. All right. What am I rolling? It's awareness, awareness. which is just your intellect. Four. <laughs> Obi, Doctor Professor, he he uncursed ya. Obi looks down at his hands that are silvery and slippery, and he's just confused. Maybe your hands don't work. Fish out of water, Obi. Doctor Professor, thank you so much for curing Obi. You're welcome. I was real worried. I don't feel cured. I am don't a worry, Obi. You won't get eaten by any more moles. I can promise you that. No, you, they can't. They can't promise you. I that. was gonna ask for promises. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> I, I can promise you his guarantees mean less than nothing. I'm so confused on the baseline of trust I have here with you guys. Go ahead and assume that uh, if we see another mole, stay away from his goddamn mouth. You didn't pay me my first day of work. Listen, Obit, we're kind of on the honor system. <laughs> like, Shouldn't you be used to working for someone who doesn't really like pay you or honor you or care about you all that much? Interns are basically slaves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, that's why you work for me now, Obi. I got you away from that man. I mean, we're not leaving this cave system, like, alive, like you might say, (laughs) but... Meanwhile, Nesbitt is uh, going to go over to that hole that the creature went in, Mm -hmm. and... Hey! Hey, anybody fucking in there? And it sounds... It's like your voice rings back to you. It's not quite an echo because it curves around, but it's like it sounds bright. The walls are very reflective. And you get the sense that, uh, out of all of you, Nesbitt could fit in there. Oh, yeah. Do I see anything? Like, it, curves, it? it curves away. Ah, oh, jeez. John <laughs> McClane. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. Esmond, you, you want to you wanna come out over here, take a, take a look in, see what you see? Sure. It's a hole. What do you think? The thing that went in there. Uh-huh. Uh, do we go after it? Do you go after it? Do, can I even fit in this thing? It's worth a shot. Absolutely not. Yeah, I can't. I'm not making. I will give you a shove. The only reason that Nesbit would fit in there is because he is the smallest and he's literally a weasel. Yeah, I can't fit in that thing. Dagger in your teeth. You could. Here's the thing. I am curious. I am also creeped the fuck out. Uh-huh. Yeah. I haven't seen anything that I've expected to see at any goddamn point in this day. But I, there's got to be something we could do about this. You know, there's an old caravanners saying. Never split the party. Yeah, yeah, but there's also another old caravaner saying, yeah, weasel man, curiosity killed the cat, and you are a weasel. That is actually <laughs> fairly true. <laughs> is it a saying, though? Yeah. Yeah. She's not a caravaner, but we say similar things. There's a lot of folksy wisdom in it. At this point, I've heard it at least once. <laughs> Oh, but for being so smart, sometimes you're like the dumbest guy. Yeah, there's a memory lapse problem. (laughs) It's genetic. (laughs) For that combat, everybody gets four momentum. Yay. Yay. For the role play aspect afterwards, uh, I will say that Kelton and Esmond each get one momentum. I believe you guys beat my deception. You roll it a whole bunch. We're going to win eventually. (laughs) We've been walking a while. I feel like we should maybe... And maybe this is just me, but I'm kind of tired. Should we rest? No, that's I don't, I don't know. How many hours has it been? I would say, let's see, you went down 
it so it took you several hours, hours to, to get down here. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I would say you've been going at this for probably around seven, eight hours. Okay. Oh, that's less than I thought. But on top of the walking? And on top of having two brutal fights? Yeah. Well, three. Three ah. fights, two brutal ones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you already had a rest in the mole. Well, we were, <laughs> <laughs> we were fighting. You were just kind of hanging out. But if you need a break... Albie, if you need to take a nap, it's okay. Nesbitt, I got, I got a terrible idea. Normally you're the one with the not terrible ideas. Uh, what do you... It might be the best one we got, but it's not great. I can help. Do you want to go after this thing? I'm not so sure. Well, if you do, we can tie a rope around you. <laughs> and if you tug, we'll pull you right out. Tug ten times for us to pull you out. <laughs> I was going to say three, but fine. Nine times if you're fine, ten times if you're in danger. <laughs> How much time between tugs before I get worried? It's like a double click. A what? Exactly. <laughs> well, other than our goal of trying to get through the other side, this is like the biggest, most substantial area that we've come across. It seems like a kind of a focal point of this. Are there thing. any other doors to this room? No, there are not. So this may be going, because you literally can't see the room and see what's changed. Mm. A thing to remember is that when the lights came on, they came on everywhere. Ooh. There may be things going on elsewhere, like this pew situation. Or maybe that other door like, that was I was going to say, like a door, maybe. Or definitely the room with the children that we slaughtered. I'm uncertain. What, is, uh, what does everybody think? Do you want us to vote if you go into the hole or not? <laughs> I'm with whatever decision you make, boss. Yeah. Oh, no, no, this is out of character. I'm asking, like, what do we as a uh, party think is... I'd say go into the hole. I'm with whatever you say, boss. Since this hole doesn't exist based on the way that this compound or whatever it is is built... Yeah, where the fuck is that? Sorry, sorry. Can you explain? The hole in the wall was made by the Colossus that we just fought. No. No. It was all It's a vent. Right. It's a vent, but I, it's not a doorway or a pathway. It, or... it does not look like it was made for things to intentionally travel down. Correct. Something was in there, and the Colossus tried to break through the wall to get at it. Right. At least my interpretation of that would be the equivalent of something in a room trying to kill a rat behind a wall. But now that everything's turned on, I feel like now we've got a whole different approach to everything else yes. i'm intrigued by the shrieking though. also we don't know what you're gonna find in this vent yeah. and if it's a new open area how the fuck do we get there yeah you say that i'm the only one that could fit in there then that probably means it's a snug fit and yeah. my ability to defend myself in there is probably limited i mean you could probably bite something in front of you if you had to uh, yeah no i would much rather be able to uh double stab things okay <laughs> <laughs> you would get the sense that it looks precarious i don't want to dissuade you from making a decision but you would if you were to look at it and also kind of who nesbitt is he probably doesn't like this yeah imagine if you found a vent that only you could fit through yeah that's what you're looking at yeah and not even with the intention of i need to go through this vent to get to this room like we don't even have a goal let's see what's in there exactly The scariest scene in Aliens for me is watching Bishop crawl through that tube. That is like, that's scarier than anything else in that whole movie for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, Nesbitt's not getting in there. Curiosity, not as strong as uh, not liking the idea of crawling through a little hole and our archaeologist probably not being able to count to as many tugs as he thinks I need to pull on it to get retracted. It's simple system. Nine if you're okay. Ten if you need help. 
let's look around a little more now that uh, we no longer only have Esmond's ass to go on as far as visibility. You love my ass. Stop saying that. I do. It's pretty hot. <laughs> Good job, everyone. <laughs> He's holding up the amulet yes. in his hand. How about a complete loss? Yeah. Bless you. Thank I don't you. know, man. I just grabbed it. You know what? That might prove that this is guff, that you weren't able to touch it. Maybe the other people put the triangles around it to protect it from the guff. Oh, bastards. <laughs> it's would so be on his side. difficult to be in a party with people who are <laughs> actively undermining <laughs> plot progress. And then Isn't I just it? have to follow it. <laughs> like I roll and I go, well... That bullshit sounds good, I guess. <laughs> That's the difference between this and a video game. Let's go take a look around. We're near the area opposite the entrance. Yes. Correct. And so uh, take a look around. Make sure there's uh, nothing else here. But uh, let's let's move back towards the way we came in. I don't know. I think Obi's on to something. Uh, it's been a rough day. Let's, uh, let's go find Bolivo and uh, regain our bearings. Take it easy for a little bit. Maybe have a snack. Now... Well, I guess out of character question, what is the motivation behind you guys wanting to camp or rest? I don't know. I don't have it right it's now. Just that's been a long time. Oh, so we've... it's it's just an in character. Yeah. Like, oh, we need to kind of just right. chill because normally DMs get frustrated at players because they get all their spells back. You guys are tip top. Yeah. If you healed up, like, yeah, that, yeah. That's why I was right. And since we don't have any dailies, there's actually no benefit. But he doesn't. Me, you did use your daily, didn't no. you? I have not. Oh, but to me, it was literally just if I was playing a character and I fucking walked like all these hours and then two battles. Just, just curious. It is a thing. Okay. In in yeah. RPGs that they were like, oh, should we camp in the thing because we got to get all this and we were down health and we got to read re, we got to prepare our spells again and we got to do this and that's not the case. So I was just curious about mm-hmm. the motivation. Yes. All right. Can we just pretend that as characters we did that and then just like move on i guess you can do that i'm the asshole in video games who like goes back to base every now and again after oh, a few yeah, messages sure. be like i missed home i mean i don't know if that's uh fun and engaging role play at the moment so i, I but... think it sounds realistic i just i, I was curious where, where do you want to head back where are you looking to i like uh, the idea of going back to bolivo yeah, and the that's, way forward. Uh, yeah, if that's where we're gonna rest before we then go look back at the door. That's my feeling. Yeah, okay. I like that idea. Judging where you are now, you are at the southernmost point of this place that you've been to. So to go back to Bolivo, you're going to have to leave the room you entered, cross a ravine, get back up into the tube, travel probably about a thousand feet, a few hundred maybe, take a right at a four-way junction where a bunch of the way forward had died, and you enter another large dome where they are holding out. Right. Yes. yes. Okay. Let's say you begin. All right. All right. So you leave the room and the lights are on. The ravine doesn't have its own lights, but the light bleeds down into the Mm -hmm. ravine. And you see large creatures down there. Not as big as the mole, not as big as a creature you just fought, but large insect creatures. They've not yet seen you. Are they moving? Like, are they alive? They're alive. They're moving around doing their stuff. How do we miss these on the way in? They might have been there the whole time. Uh, Uh, To be continued. uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate everybody who listens to this program. This has been so much fun for us so far. If you just listened to this, you should know we're getting closer to closing up chapter one of Echoes of the Star Crypt and we're going to begin a new campaign with uh, Liam as GM and then probably Max next. And then we'll hopefully soon begin chapter two. 
of Echoes of the Star Crypt. Bring back all the characters you love and the ones you hate, namely the GM. So if you like this game and you want to play it with your friends, check out our Patreon. At the $5 tier, you get all of the releases that we do, including all the rule books. We're about to release another one. If we haven't already, we probably should have by the time that this airs. And at the $10 tier, you get to create your own NPC, and some of them stick around. I mean, Bolivo was a fan-created NPC, and we've got, we've got some coming up when they get out of this dungeon that are real doozies. So check us out on patreon.com slash rpgfs uh, and you can become a patron yourself even at the one dollar tier you get some great content also you can find us on facebook.com slash rpgfs we're uh, also on instagram rpg from scratch all one word we also post everything on twitter at homebrew hombres so thank you everybody for tuning in and until next time stay safe stand watch and get a full rest Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.